Blog Talk Radio. And right now, it's big fight time. Live in Las Vegas, Trevor Burbick and Mike Tyson are about to battle it out for the WBC Heavyweight Championship. Floyd didn't give Floyd any room to run. 
Uh, yeah, and and I mean those kind, those fights. I mean, while they were close, they weren't exciting, you know, because they, they were, were very. They were well. The Cotto, the Cotto fight, fight was, was the yeah. closest thing to. Right. But you know what? So many great fights we covered, it didn't make the cut. But right. if there was one fight that would be in the greatest fight series in his career, it would have been the Cotto fight. Unfortunately, it wasn't as great as other Cotto fights that we covered. You know, got to be an all-time great fight. While it was a good fight, it wasn't necessarily a great fight. Yeah. So, I mean, and and I guess, you know, that's just the way it goes when you're that good. But uh, talk about now, before we get into this, um, he's, when did he first become a pro? Okay. Floyd Mayweather won a bronze medal. He got robbed in the Olymp- in the bronze medal match, the, the winner to go to the finals in the um, 1996 Olympics. He was robbed, so he, he came home with a bronze medal, a medal that he, he's only won once. He gave it to his aunt. If anybody's ever seen the Floyd Mayweather documentary that Showtime did last year, they show that he doesn't even want to look at the bronze medal because he got robbed. He got robbed similar to Floyd Mayweather Jr., he got robbed. But he got robbed, uh, but why did he only go – isn't it – doesn't it go uh, – what is it, silver? It goes uh, gold, silver, bronze. He lost in so the semifinals. So he didn't even get the silver. Because he lost – he got robbed in the semifinals, the winner to go to the to the gold medal round. Uh, I got you. Yeah. And and what, what what was the robbery? It was just like a bad decision. It was it, you see they went to computerized scoring in boxing in, in the amateurs, which is horrible because they have five judges, and every time you throw it, in order for the landed punch to count, three of the five judges have to hit the button at the same time. It's just bullshit. They changed it. They went back to what they went back to traditional scoring. So the next Olympics will be different. It was it was just bullshit. It was just bullshit, and um. You could tell in the Olympics, he was 19 years old. You could tell back then that he was going to be an all-time great. And so then he then he came out of there and turned pro. Um, like Immediately, so less than two years after he turned pro, Logan, in 1998, he destroyed Gennaro Hernandez, a three-time junior lightweight champion, to win the WBC junior lightweight championship in 1998 and became – one of the youngest men ever to win the Fighter of the Year. At the age of 21, he was the 1998 Ring Fighter of the Year. All right, so he was definitely just already on top of his game now. Did you attribute his, uh, I mean, do you attribute his dominance to his reflexes and athleticism, or is it it pure skill? It's a combination of all the above, plus the fact that he's from a fighting family. His uncle, right. Roger Mayweather, was a two-time world champion at junior welterweight and junior lightweight. His father, Floyd Mayweather Jr., I mean, Floyd Mayweather Sr., while not a great fighter, was a journeyman who fought the likes of Marlon Stalin and Sugar Ray Leonard, former world welterweight champions. And his uncle, Jeff Mayweather, was also an amateur star and got a shot, in, got a shot at the world, um, at, at a world championship, lost, and a uh, uh, funny fact, Jeff Mayweather lost to Oscar De La Hoya early in De La Hoya's career. Didn't we cover a, uh, one of the Mayweathers in the Yeah, we covered fight? Roger Mayweather versus Pernell Whitaker, one of the best fights in Pernell, probably the most action-packed fight in, in Pernell Whitaker's career. And Pernell Whitaker will be one of the guys we visit on this greatest performance series. 
Now, Pramel Whitaker has a similar style to Floyd, right? Or Yes, or if you look at these two fights, Logan, Floyd looks like a combination of Pernell Whitaker and Sugar Ray Lennon in these two fights. Absolutely. And uh, it'd be interesting to check out that, uh, uh, what is it, the title bout championship boxing program. Yeah, the, the program the other day to see how um, they would match up. Now, I'm glad you did that program because um, in the 19... Well, in 19, early 1980s, 82, 83, there was a game, a, a, a simulation board game called Ring Showdown. And it, it was so eerie in the, in the fact that a lot of the big fights at the time, Hearns, Leonard, Hagler, Duran, Hagler, Hearns, when you played the game, it came out with the exact result of what happened in the <laughs> Yeah, and I think this, this um, computer uh, model is based on that uh-huh. old game. Yes, so, yes, yes, I believe so too. Because Ring Showdown was a great game. I had it in. Um, it went bankrupt though, and and there's no, there's not even the guy who created the game, Billy Vargas, has a copy of the game. If anybody, if anybody has a copy of that game, email me. I would love to buy. It. I, I, I'll pay whatever for it because I had that game as a kid. Lost it in a fire. It was a great board game, and it had sixteen of the best fighters of that era: Hagler, Hearns, Leonard, Duran, Larry Holmes. And you would make, um, I would do tournaments. And so that's why I'm interested in this title bout thing. And, Logan, after I purchased the game, you send me an email and play a few times. Even though I'm like you, very busy schedule, I'll let you know what it looks like. But uh, let's go on to the to the first fight in, in this um, show. Floyd Mayweather Jr., January 20th, 2001, defending the WBC Championship, Junior Lightweight Championship, against the IBF Junior Lightweight Champion, Diego Chico Corrales. Yeah, now Chico Corrales, uh, this guy. Uh, what, where do you rate him in terms of the greatest fighters? He 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 um he's not an all time great. Diego Corrales was one of the best action fighters of his era. Had some great fights. We covered a few of his fights in the Greatest Fight series. And his May seventh two thousand fight against Jose Castillo was 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 was, was um, voted the greatest fight of the twenty first century so far. Okay, so he had uh, a lot of momentum going into this fight. Yeah, you had two undefeated fighters, and like I said at the beginning of this program, the betting odds were even. There wasn't a clear-cut favorite because even though everybody knew Floyd's skill, Diego Corrales six foot tall. Floyd Mayweather was five foot eight, so Diego Corrales came in with a four-inch height advantage and a lot and much more, much more telling power. He, he was a, a much more powerful puncher. So a, a lot of people thought that he would catch Floyd. Yeah, well, he, you know, I thought he just fought a real stupid fight. I mean, on top of everything, like, the mismatch was there, but I also thought that he just, the way in which he was just following Floyd around, said, basically, to yeah, put his head in, in, in you, front of a fist. You know, who kept, you know who kept stating that? George Foreman did a hell of a job announcing this fight, because he kept saying, the greatest weapon is what we've been saying throughout uh, 80-some-odd um, telecasts uh, that we've done. George Foreman kept saying, the greatest punch ever invented in boxing is the left jab. You could be a good fighter without a jab, but to be a great fighter, you have to have a jab, something that we reiterated over and over again on this in this series. Diego might have thrown five jabs the whole fight. Yeah, I don't know. what I mean, he just kept basically putting his face right where the punch was. I mean, that's essentially what his whole game plan was. And, like, I couldn't 
it just looked like he's like, hey, here's my face. Punch it. Here, here's my face again. Punch it again. And he's throwing wild hooks, wild yeah. shots. And Floyd is just, Floyd sees everything coming. Floyd starts in the first round. He starts with a jab to the stomach, which is one of, Floyd's one of the greatest jabbers to the stomach in the history of the sport. While Floyd doesn't have one of the greatest jabs of all time, Floyd might be in the top 50 all time as far as the jab goes. His jab to the body is very reminiscent of Sugar Ray Leonard, who was the first guy I ever saw use that jab with total effectiveness. Floyd has that tool, and you don't see anybody in boxing other than Floyd today use that, that punch, that weapon, the left jab to the stomach, which sets up the face because when you go now all of a sudden, after two or three rounds, Corrales is like, oh, is he jabbing to my, to my stomach? I'm protecting my stomach. Meanwhile, the jab to the face begins to land at at a at a very accurate pace. Yeah, well, the jab to the I mean, the, Floyd's jab. I mean, he has a lot of faking that he does with the jab. He also does like, uh, you know, he doesn't act. Sometimes he doesn't even punch. He just kind of throws it out there. Um, so I noticed that he was, you know, using it in different ways. But yeah, not as much as he did use it in the Gaddy fight for sure. So in, in this, I thought he used the jab more in the Corrales fight than the Gaddy fight. And what I loved about him, oh, you did? Jab, his jab into the stomach against Corrales also set up the lead left hook, the check left hook that he started landing at will in the second and third round. Corrales didn't know what the fuck to do with this guy. Now he don't know the jab to the stomach, jab to the face, hook off the jab, lead left hook, lead right hand. It all came to the head, Logan. At the beginning of the seventh round, where at the very at the bell, Mayweather drops Corrales with a lead left hook. Corrales goes down. He gets up. Floyd knocks him down again with a left hook. <laughs> then towards the end of the round, he drops him with a six punch combination. Right then and there, Richard Steele, referee Richard Steele, who's known to stop fights early, should have stopped the fight right then and there. The fight was over. There was no way this guy was going to win. Yeah, I mean, I just you could tell that from the after the third round, it was just like going to be a a crazy fucked up fight for Corrales. It was it wasn't going to work out for him. This the way that he was fighting. But if he had stood tall and threw out the jab, he could have had a chance. The thing is, Corrales has in the past and after this fight utilized the jab in his in his victory over Joel Casamayor. They fought three times. The second time. Corrales beat Cosmoyor. Why? Because he boxed and he used the jab against a much shorter and quicker Joel Cosmoyor. If he would have used the jab in this fight, it would have been a much more compelling uh, matchup. He didn't jab at all in this fight, and if you don't have a jab, you don't have a shot in hell of beating Floyd Mayweather. Yeah, right. I mean, and the thing is, is Mayweather, too, is just like he was hitting him with right-hand leads. He was, he was hitting him with every punch in the book. Left hook to the body, jab to the body, left hook to the head, right cross down the line, lead left, left hook, lead right cross. He was doing whatever he wanted to do against Corrales, and he was laughing. He was laughing at him. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, it was just, uh, I think at a certain level, like, Corrales just started getting freaked out, you know, and he couldn't. Oh, shit, we're getting feedback, man. I think I got to call back in. All right, call me back.
Okay, and we're back. Uh, so let's talk about kind of just what happened. I mean, there was also a knockdown earlier in the fight, uh, just a quick knockdown. I think it was like the second round or what? what was no, it? no, no, no. There was five knockdowns in the fight. Three occurred in the seventh. In the eighth round, Corrales actually threw some punches. Still got his ass handed to him. Ninth round, more of the same. And then finally, in the 10th round, Mayweather drops Corrales twice again. Finally, the last time was a submission right cross. The first four knockdowns were left hook. The last knockdown attempt was a right cross down the pipe. Richard Steele still hasn't stopped the fight. I don't know what the fuck he's waiting for. Finally, Corrales' father stops the fight. And at, during the melee, as, as soon as um, Corrales' father stops the fight, Corrales um, tries to hit his father. As Roy, Roy, uh, no, not Roy George, George Foreman said, wow. That's the closest, that, that's the most damaging punch he threw all night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was really pissed off uh, when his father threw in the towel. And I thought it was a little premature. I mean, I know you said that the fight was over, but like. Oh, come on, premature. He was, he was, he hadn't won a round. He'd been knocked out five times. He can't hit the guy. How's it premature? Well, I agree with that, but I also see that he wasn't He took hurt. a beating. He was getting hit. Boy, was hitting that well. I guess so. I mean, but, you know, it's like a uh, fighter. Your, your, fa- your, your father, look, look, look. His father knows his his son better than anybody. Knows his son's getting his ass kicked. It can only get worse. It's not going to get better. He's going to take more punishment for two more rounds. Not necessary. He can't win. His father knows this. He can't win. Right, right. Don't go on. Oh, so I went to decision. I lost all 12 rounds. I got dropped eight times and both my eyes are closed. What the fuck? Uh, yeah, of course, yeah. But a fighter always likes to go out on a shield. It doesn't. In this case, it doesn't matter. He was getting his ass handed to him. He got schooled. One of the greatest performances in boxing history. He took a beating. Stop it. It was in the father. And you know, unfortunately, they never spoke again after that. Really? Yes. Diego Corrales died May 7, 2007. Him and his father never made up. That is sad, man. That's he fired his father after this fight, and um, they never spoke to each other again. Wow. Yeah. Wow, wow. You know, that's mm-hmm. the thing, though. When you're a fighter, man, like, you just think, like, there's always that one punch, you know? And but not, no, not against a guy like Floyd Mayweather. It's not happening. You, you yeah. can't hit him. How are you going to hit him? You going to step I, on his foot? <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I mean, you know, it's it's an emotional thing, man, for a fighter. Like, it's just it's hard to accept. Uh, that. It, 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 they should the referee Richard Steele should stop that fight in the seventh round after he went down the third time. It was over right. then. He had no shot. He wasn't hitting the guy. Look at the CompuBox. It was the first time in the history of CompuBox stats that a fighter went ten rounds, landing less than ten punches per round. Corrales <laughs> landed less than ten punches. Per round, each of the ten rounds of this fight. Yeah, and nothing, nothing clean. And not a single, single shot that made you think, "Oh, he's got a shot." (laughs) Oh, nothing. I mean, it was just completely. It was. It was the boxing equivalent of a no hitter. Yeah, yeah, And, and you know, I mean, I think that his dad was probably just like. But, I mean, did his dad warn him, at least in the corner, that, like, yeah. look, I'm going to stop? Oh, he the, did. Before the eight, after the after he got dropped three, time, three times in the corner before the beginning of the eighth round, 
him and his co-trainer, Miguel Diaz, both Miguel Diaz and Diego Corrales' father, told Diego, if he doesn't start throwing punches, they're stopping the fight right then and there. Well, at one point, he, um, I think he fell down because Floyd Mayweather pushed him. Do you, you see that? Like Floyd Mayweather. I love like, that. I love that. He just shoved him to the floor. <laughs> <laughs> and then Michael Steele's like, "Don't push." <laughs> but yeah, I mean, Floyd is just. I mean, and the thing is, he, it, you could, you know, you could look at Floyd as running a little bit, but I mean, that's what he had to do. Nah, I mean, he no, he, he, you can't call. He, he, what he did was. He was being a divisive wizard. He was fighting like Sugar Ray Leonard and Pernell Whitaker this this night. And you know what? When he stood when he stood in front of Corrales, Corrales couldn't hit him. <laughs> what did he say? When he stood in front of Corrales, Corrales couldn't hit him. Yeah. I mean and Corrales just kept like walking right up to him, man. Like I mean I just thought that you know, what do you do? Like, I guess you just stand tall and, and don't try to walk now, right into I a punch. Tell, the type of fighter that would have gave, given Floyd, there's two types of fighters. Tommy Hearns. Tommy Hearns, Alexis Arguello, and Roberto Duran. Duran would have gave Floyd trouble because Duran would have stayed on top of Floyd. And, and no matter how many punches Floyd hit Duran, Duran would have been on top of him like right on right. He would have given Floyd hell. Tommy Hearns, six foot two, is throwing the jab. So Floyd's got to deal with that cannon of a jab that we saw last week on the first edition of this series. And that right hand from hell. And then Alexis Aguayo, who had also had a great jab and had bricks in both hands. I think Floyd beats Aguayo because I think he does enough to win a 12-round decision, or even a 15-round decision, because Floyd's one of the few fighters today that can go 15 rounds. Hearns beats, knocks out Floyd Mayweather, and Durant Floyd would have been one of, the, would have been one of those type of fights that we would have covered in the greatest fight series. That would have been a great battle. Now, what about uh, Hagler? Floyd would have never fought Hagler. Hagler would have killed Floyd. Floyd Hagler was too strong. Hagler is a full-fledged middleweight. Floyd has never gone near the middleweight division. Oh, I see. Okay. Well, anyway, the uh, the fight was a shutout. Uh, where, what did uh, Corrales, you said he went on to win? Um, yeah, he went on to win the lightweight championship from um, – Asolino Freitas. He defeated Jose Luis Castillo May 7th, 2005 in a fight we covered on the greatest fight series. One of the greatest fights of all time. Many, many experts, magazines, publications have it as one of the top ten fights of all time. It was voted as the greatest fight of the 21st century so far. That's how great that fight was. But he never won another fight after that. He lost to Castillo in a rematch. And um, he lost that welterweight. He lost to Casamayo in a rebel match. And then, now, now the fight with Castillo occurred May 7th, 2005. Two years to the date later, May 7th, 2007, Corrales, while driving his motorcycle and w- w- being drunk at twice the legal limit, crashed into a uh, crashed into a something and was dead on impact. Wow! So that's after his father died. No, 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 no. Him and his father never. I think I believe his father's still alive. It, oh, oh I thought you said was, his father They died. never okay. spoke again, even up until the day Corrales died. I'm sorry. I thought you were saying that yeah. his father no, died. No, 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 no. All right, so he's dead, and yeah. uh, his father, oh, that's too bad, man. And uh, did you think that this, I mean, this fight fucked him up, or do you think it was just that No, 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 no. I think the fight with Castillo fucked him up, because he never won another fight after that. No, I but see. this was early in his career. Corrales was 20 Oh. 
quick backdrop to this story. After this fight, Corrales served 11 months in prison for throwing his pregnant girlfriend down a flight of stairs. Oh, I didn't know that was against the law, man. I, I, uh, <laughs> but anyway, I thought that was like just, you know, being hey, a good Logan, husband. You do, you do that and see what happens. <laughs> no thanks. But anyway, so, okay, so between this fight and the one we're going to look at next, uh, what did Floyd do? All right. After 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 destroying Corrales, he moved up to lightweight. He beat Jose Castillo, Jose Luis Castillo, twice to become the WBC and ring lightweight champion of the world. He defended that title for three years, dominating division, until he moved up. Right now, four four years later, he's fighting Floyd Mayweather, Arturo Getty, as he moves up to the junior welterweight division. Wait, hold on. He fought Castillo twice. He beat Castillo twice. The first fight was the toughest fight of Mayweather's career. Second fight was was almost as tough. He made, the first fight I had it scored a draw. So if you wanted to say Castillo won that fight, I won't argue with you. Second fight, Floyd, even though it was a tough fight, won convincingly. And what did Castillo do to fuck up Floyd? He stayed on top of Floyd, went to the body. He, he pressured Floyd the whole fight. Not one time did he let up. So he was throwing punches. That's really yes, what he was doing. Yes, he threw a lot of punches. Yes. But how how many did he land? I mean, Floyd made him miss a lot. But the fact was, Floyd was so busy blocking and ducking his punches that there was some rounds where Floyd didn't take didn't, didn't throw a lot of punches because he was too busy defending himself. Interesting. So that's the way to go. With, uh, yeah, with so Ronald Duran would have given Floyd Mayweather hell because he would have stayed so, on top of you. So we'll. Uh, Hopefully, um, uh, what's his name? Alvarez is going to have to uh, is going to be. He's looking not at that, that type of fighter. No way. He's not that type of fighter. What kind of fighter is he? Canelo Canelo is a boxer puncher. Those guys aren't beating on uh, uh, Floyd Mayweather. Well, he's like a Cotto. Yeah, he, he's he's like a he's like a younger version of Miguel Cotto. Yes, yes. So Cotto did some damage there, but well, Cotto uh, in the first half of the fight pressured. Floyd a lot, even busted his lips. But Cotto, like he does in most of his fights, ran out of gas. In the last four rounds, Floyd swept him. So you don't think that Canelo's trainers are looking at that and saying, look, we've got to get this of guy? Of course they are. Canelo knows he's got to pressure Floyd. He knows he can't try. If Canelo tries to box Floyd, turn the fucking TV off. <laughs> yeah, dude. So, oh, by the way, that fight's uh, when? Uh, next week? That fight, what's today's day? Today's the 7th. The fight is four weeks from yesterday, exactly a month away from yesterday. A month, okay, month away. So, okay, good. So he goes to, So now he's fighting Arturo Gatti. Uh, Arturo Gatti kind of rose to fame. Was this after his fights with uh, yeah, Ward? Yeah, this is, this is two years after his last fight with Mickey Ward. So, I mean, in many ways, he's not as good, probably, as he, even though he's not that great, but he's probably worse now than he was after, before those fights, right? Yeah, he's the same. He's the same. Arturo Gatti was the same. Arturo Gatti, 1998. Arturo Gatti, 2000. Arturo Gatti, 2005. The same fucking club fighter. So you, you're saying that those fights with Ward had no, did nothing to him? I don't need to. Obviously, he fucked him up his head. Yeah, well, you know what? But he took punishment in every fight. Yeah, yeah. So he goes in. He, his game plan, uh, according to the uh, announcers, was that he was going to punch uh, his shoulder I or something. I laughed my ass off when I heard that shit. <laughs> the, first, the first time I saw this fight, I saw this fight in my boss's house. 
back when it occurred on, on pay-per-view in this house. And when he went, and my boss, was Ita- my boss at the time was an Italian mafioso type figure. And so he was a huge daddy fan because he always rooted for the Italians. And even him was like, you know, he was like, he was, and he was a huge gambler. He, in his right mind, he knew better not to gamble on Gaddy. He wasn't, he's like, he said, I might as well just open up the window and throw $500 out the window. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, Gaddy. So, so, when, so when, the, when Leslie said that, I was just, I was howling in laughter. So I was like, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, try that. And then, and it turns out all he's, he does is, like, throw punches out, and they never connect. I mean, they're just, like, <laughs> one inch hey, shorter than they should be. Did he, land, did he land one significant punch in his fight, just like the Corrales fight? Yeah, he did not land one significant punch in his fight. And it, the, it begins in the first round where he looks at the referee for help, and they went and drops a little left hook. Yeah, now what happened in the first round? There was a little bit of a confusion. What happened was Mayweather, Mayweather pushed pulled Gaddy's head down and then put his glove on. But Gaddy looked at the referee and was like, you going to break us? And then while he's doing that, the referee just looks at both of them and then Mayweather smacks Gaddy with the left hook, drops Gaddy like 20 seconds left in the round. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like what he did to Ortiz a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I mean, but... protect yourself at all times. And then that's the beginning. The second round was just a tattoo fest. He hit yeah. Gaddy with every shot plus the kitchen sink and the fucking bathtub. He had him with everything. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it looked like in the fight with Corrales, he was doing a little more footwork and yeah. being... Yeah, no, in this fight, he just stood in front of Gaddy and beat the shit out of him. <laughs> he just counterpunched, yeah, the fuck out of him. I mean, it was just like unbelievable defense. Uh, and it totally... was just landing. Everything was landing flush. It was, you know how some fights, many, most fights, you throw a punch and you, you you barely hit the guy if the guy is trying. Gaddy didn't even try to block these punches. Well, yeah, Gaddy's a his he blocks punches with his face. But uh, I I think though that um, yeah, this was a big mismatch. I mean, it was just it was just like a it almost looked like an amateur fighter fighting a professional guy. You know, it's just it looked not... like a guy who just came out of the amateurs fighting a a, a world champion in his very first fight and um. And Roy Joe said towards the end of this fight, he said, Jim, I told you when they signed this fight, this was going to happen. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it, now, to me, like, the, the story is, is like, you know, the people, the detractors of Floyd are going to say, he shouldn't have fought Gaddy here, he should have fought who? Who Who do you think that he should have been fighting in this fight if it wasn't? Forget if it wasn't Gaddy. Well, the thing is, nobody wanted to fight Floyd this time. This is June of 2005. Floyd may want to try to get a fight with Casa Zou, who was considered the legitimate junior welterweight champion of the world. Casa Zou asked for an inordinate amount of money, so both HBO and Showtime backed off. Because, like, uh-uh, we, we, we know, at least we know with Gaddy, we'll get the pay-per-view buy rates. With Zou, we're not going to get those same type of buy, buy rates. And Zou, who's a much better fighter, First battle Hall of Famer, he's in the Hall of Fame. Would have given a better fight with Floyd. It would have been the same result. Would have would have been longer. But Zoo, always had problems with guys that could move, and Floyd was the best fighter Zoo would have ever fought. Now, do you think that there was any fighter that Floyd ducked? 
The only guy that you could make an argument about it would have been Manny Pacquiao. Other than that, who else did he duck? Right. I, no, I'm Manny just, Pacquiao, I'm, I'm... the only argument you could make for a fight at Floyd Duck was Manny Pacquiao. That's it. Nobody else. Yeah. And do you think that there was any decision? Like you said, there was that one decision with Castillo. The Castillo that... fight, if, if Castillo would have won the fight, I wouldn't have argued because he was a champion. I had to score six rounds apiece. And like I told you, Logan, I don't believe a robbery is a robbery if a guy, if, a, if if you give the guy a fight and there was like eight, six, seven rounds that could have gone either way. And that was that fight. That fight was that close. And where, but I mean, in terms of like were there any other fights like that where no, 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 that's the only fight in Floyd's career where he could have lost. Well, De La Hoya also. No, well, De La Hoya, the last three rounds were very decisive because he was exhausted. So, because De La Hoya claims he won that, he won that. No, no, no. If you saw De La Hoya in the in the twenty four seven with Victor Ortiz, De La Hoya was telling Victor Ortiz, "Yeah, I lost that fight, but I was shot. I was shot. He fought. He fought me when I was shot." De La Hoya, De La Hoya's come out clean and, and has said that he lost that fight legitimately. Okay, because I, I I just remember the interview after. Oh, because he fight. was upset. He fought his ass off. He was, but but I guess once he saw the fight, he, he realized he lost that fight. He lost that fight. If you watch the fight, you cannot find seven rounds to give De La Hoya in that fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, anyway, that was a big fight. I mean, that was probably one of the biggest fights ever promoted. And that is the single highest pay-per-view buy in the history of, of pay-per-view. Yeah, I remember that. Just right. big hype for that. And, and and that was probably more due to Oscar De La Hoya than, than it was due to De La Hoya. It was due to De La Hoya. It was... It was 80% De La Hoya, 20% Floyd. It's like how pro wrestling used to be. The Just passing the torch. The superstar today fights the upcoming superstar, loses to the upcoming superstar, so he puts the rub. Now that I beat you, I become the number one superstar. Yeah, it was Hulk Hogan versus Ultimate Warrior. Yeah, well, in, in the history of boxing, that's happened a lot, and, and, and most recently it happened with Floyd and De La Hoya. Now, the guy who beat Floyd... Is going to be that next big star. We just got to find that guy. <laughs> well, it's not. It wasn't going to be Pacquiao. We know that. Just like looking at the way Floyd fights and and the way Pacquiao fights, I think Pacquiao is the perfect opponent for for Floyd. Yes, yes. And as you can see, this fight with Getty, second round, he chopped. Third round, fourth round, fifth round. It's like a exact replica of the round before. Finally, the sixth round. For the last minute, he must have landed like thirty unanswered punches. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Why is the referee not stopping this fight? <laughs> now, I'm sure you could look at a lot of Floyd fights, I mean, where he does this to basically all... No, but all... these are the two fights where Floyd combined offense with defense. Floyd is a defensive fighter first and foremost. He, his job is not to get hit, hit you, hit you the least possible so you don't hit him, and slow the action down. These are the two fights where he combines his offensive greatness with his defensive greatness, and these are virtuoso performances because in both these fights, he doesn't get hit. In both these fights, he hits the guy a lot. Now, do you believe that in the uh, Cotto fight that he was showing that maybe he has aged a little bit? I thought in that Cotto fight it, it looked like he lost a step, yes. Yeah, because, I, mean, the, the I mean, the big question is, you know, if Floyd – grows old overnight, then maybe Mr. Alvarez can... I mean, 
put it this way: put some money on Alvarez if you might if you want to make a lot of money because the odds are. I mean, I, I think the odds are terrible for him. But, uh, so Floyd, after the sixth round, after he tattooed Daddy, ah, uh, God damn, he just ripped Daddy apart. And Roy, you pay all this. I was like, see, this, this fight should have never been made. I told you, I told you, Jim, this fight should have never been made. This was a mismatch from the beginning. Uh, Daddy's training a buddy girl. Takes his mouthpiece out, says, "All right, baby, that's it, that's it. Good night." Fight ends. Floyd Mayweather wins an easy six-round stoppage, and he continues eight years later to to be the number one fighter in the world as he was that night, June twenty-fifth, two thousand five. And so, talk about his career after that. Well, we don't have to. Anybody who listens to this program has followed Floyd's career. But quick, real quickly, I'll, I'll give a quick a quick overview. The following year, he beat Zab Judah um, to win the IBF Welterweight Championship. Then he beat Carlos Baldemir to win the WBC Welterweight Championship. This was 2006. 2007, he beat Salahoya. He's the ring fighter of the year for the second time. And um, he retires after beating um, Zelahoya. Uh Comes back to beat Marquez in 2009. It was a, you know, a fucking whitewash. It was a, a, a no contest, a virtual performance. Just a, a little bit of, if we would add a third fight, it would have been the Marquez fight because that was just a blowout, a 12-round easy fight for Floyd Mayweather. I felt like he fought, uh, I felt like that Marquez though wasn't as good as this Marquez. What do you think? Yeah, how could that be? Marquez was four years younger. But he seems to have even gotten a little better. Since then. Right, he's the same fighter, same trainer. I don't see how he got better. He's always given Pacquiao hell all four fights. Okay, all right. Well, I mean, fair enough. I mean, I just, yeah. I just see that like he's yeah, got this. Uh, if they fought today, Logan, you put your money on Floyd. Of course, <laughs> but I think it would be a closer fight, maybe. I, but uh, all right, instead of instead of losing every round, he wins one round. <laughs> <laughs> so you have. Uh, yeah, that fight. I mean, the uh, the Cotto fight was a was a big one. Um, and what was his last fight? Uh, 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 Robert Guerrero, a total mismatch, a total fucking mismatch. Uh, Guerrero had no business being in with Floyd. It was a total mismatch. And Floyd's retirement was that all bullshit just for negotiations? No, 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 no. His his right hand kept breaking. And I think he was just taking time off to heal it properly. I know, but I mean, did you, do you think that he had at that time really planned to stop fighting forever? Uh, I I think in the back of his mind he knew he was coming back. Yeah, I mean he's he now how is he doing money wise? I'm sure he's money Mayweather. He's God got a lot damn. of money, but no one's saying he's broke. And he's doing good. I mean, I'm just saying, like, how does he spend his money? Is he is he is he pretty good with that? You know, I think, I think he spends too much money on his family and his and his hanger and his, his what you call them hangers hanger on hangers on whatever the fuck whatever the turn is his entourage his entourage is too fucking big and that and that fucking fiance of his he can dump that bitch anytime. I mean, she's fine, but like I said, there's a million of them out there he can have. He, you don't have to have this one chick. Well, then again. She don't mind that he fucks other women, so what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so he's, he's, his, uh, his, who's his current uh, wife now? Uh? No, he's still dating that, that chick who called herself Miss Jackson. 
That's right, why but, I'm he, but he went to jail, right? I mean, let's let's no, talk about no, that. No, no, he. Uh, uh, okay, what was it? he spent? Uh, what sixty days in jail a year ago? But that was from his. Um, that was because he allegedly beat um, the mother of three of his kids. I think when you go to jail, it's no longer alleged. But anyway. Uh, no, because it, it, he crossed the plea. He, I don't think he was. I don't think he was convicted of that charge. He was convicted to a, for a lesser, uh, lesser charge. He oh, okay. A lesser charge. All right. Good. If he would have been convicted of assault, yeah, he would have spent sixty days in jail. Good like, point. Diego Corrales threw his girlfriend down the stairs. He was convicted of that, and he spent eleven months in prison. Cool. So we got so that's Floyd, man. I mean, I don't know what else we can say about him. Nah, we've covered we've covered we've covered both fights thoroughly. Um, Logan's got the link. I'm, I'm looking forward to looking at the link because I want to see what 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 um picture you got of Floyd because there's several pictures of him with a million title belts. <laughs> oh yeah, this this show's not going to go up for a little while. Oh, okay, okay. I, I'll get it. I'll get it on tomorrow. I'll get it tomorrow when you put the link on. But yeah, get get a nice picture. Uh, get a nice picture of him with the belt. Next week, we will talk about the greatest Jamaican fighter of all time, multiple champion in the junior middleweight, middleweight, and light heavyweight division, Mike the Body Snatcher McCollum. We'll feature him tomorrow in three of his greatest fights against Julian Jackson, against Donald Curry, and against Michael Watson. Three phenomenal, all three different types of ways he dominated these fights. Mike McCollum. One of the most underrated fighters. You could make the argument he's the most underrated fighter in the history of boxing because he came along at the same time as Hearn, Tagler, Duran, Leonard, and none of those guys gave him a shot. Hmm. Interesting. All right. Well, we're looking forward to that. Thanks, everybody, for listening, and we'll be back next week. Peace. All right. Good night, sir.